When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Yes, here it is. Once again, the only radio show you need that deals with money. All the rest of them are an utter waste of time. Don't waste your time. You got better things to do. And all you need is just an hour or two a week. If you need more, there are podcasts that we do every week, too. So be a part of Talking Real Money right here on the radio. You can call us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, and ask questions of any kind, as long as it has something to do with money, and you're going to get a straight answer from us, not get sold something. I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cock. This is Talking Real Money. Thank you for being there. Do I need to do the translation now or as we go sentence by sentence? I can't remember how this works. Are we translating the show today? Yes, Into? we have, you know, well, we've got Mandarin, we've got uh, German, true, we've got we all do. kinds of people listening all it's over the world. So, so funny. No, as a matter of fact, here, let me just pull up the latest numbers on our international audience. I never really thought much about our international audience for the podcast, but it's pretty substantial. Is this because we recommend you invest internationally, that international uh, people are I, listening? I, I think, no, I think I it's know. it may very well be because common sense just resonates with people we've got yeah i I know it's hard to believe we've got a our number two audience outside of the united states yes is in china i knew that was big huge huge in china number number three of course you should you should be able to get this one this one's easy united uk uk united kingdom yeah okay number four Wow. Uh, oh, Canada. Oh, yeah, okay. But aren't they still part of the U.K. or something? No, they're part of the Commonwealth, oh, okay. not the U.K. Commonwealth, that's it. All right. And okay. then there's the Commonwealth of Australia. I'm still not over the whole Megan thing. Followed by the Socialist to... Republic of Vietnam. Oh, which I would have never guessed Wait a minute, would be wait a minute, wait a minute. Really? Seven, eight, nine, yeah. Vietnam. What is that bra- what it's called? It's not called the Socialist Republic of Vietnam, is it really? I think it is, yes. Oh, okay. I think it actually is. You know, remember that was that and, war uh, we didn't do well in? Yeah, I know. And But we don't, we're not, I don't think we, you and I own stocks in that country either, by the way. I, I, I don't, don't know so. that we do, but what I'm, too small. we are, though, listened to all over the planet. And, and that came up this week in one of the podcasts. I did a special international edition of the Talking Real Money podcast. Where we got a call, I've got a, a note, not a call, got a note, a question from both Great Britain and Canada. I had to become an expert on British mutual funds. Vanguard is very big, by the way, in both places. And so you can just buy Vanguard funds in those countries? Yes, you can. Okay. Vanguard funds Which isn't and Vanguard true of all ETFs. fund families. I don't no, think. but Vanguard is, and, and it's interesting, in the UK, the Vanguard Total World, their equivalent of the yes. VTWAX, the Vanguard Total World Stock Index, costs about a quarter of a percent a year 
versus uh, 0.1% per year here in the U.S. So we get a better deal. <laughs> we'll spend more time on that. But we want to talk about you, your issues about money, your concerns, your worries. And the things to, you do. Yeah. The things you better. shouldn't do. For example, one of the international call uh, questions, I keep calling them callers, but uh, he, he asked, he had a portfolio where he had stocks or, ET, or funds or ETFs in almost every market on the planet. It yeah, was, including Africa Fund, I think you told yeah, me. And, yeah. I mean, kind of. Yeah, but he, but he did own the Vanguard Total World Stock Index Fund, and I'm thinking, redundancy. Get, get rid of the rest of them. I, although the I don't know how big a piece of the World Stock Index Africa makes up. I Not imagine very, it's fairly small. I, he was really overweighting a lot of these Yeah, these, that's what we uh, call economies. a frontier market, not even an emerging market. I yeah, mean, that's like it's way the out Wild there West. and really scary, and they were really yeah. expensive, too. So, you know, no we had one would imagine. Yeah, the yeah. costs were high. And and that's one of the things you need to be concerned about. You may think, well, if I go out and get these more aggressive markets, I'm going to improve my return. But the reality is after you factor in those additional costs and the extra volatility, the fear factor, you may be hurting yourself more than helping yourself. Yeah, well, there's good ways to expose your money to these international markets, as you just you mentioned the one fund. I mean, there's others, of course, emerging markets, which had the best fourth quarter and over the long haul have been a great place to invest. There's some very reasonable ways to invest in those locations. And if you do invest in those locations, you get broader diversification at a lower cost than trying to buy the specific markets. 855-935-TALK is our number. That's 855-935-8255. We're talking real money. Do you know what your investment risk tolerance is? Take our free no-obligation risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number, 855-935-8255 here on Talking Real Money, the only money show you'll ever need. And you can listen to the podcast online at TalkingRealMoney.com or your favorite podcast service. We're really becoming hot on Spotify now. Our Spotify audience is growing. Can you see them on my hands and stuff? Your Spotify? Wipe them off. Are, yeah, is that what bad. the infomercial is you're watching there? It's about uh, yeah, exactly. age spots. Yeah. Or something? Real money to be made in spots, man. Yeah, you yeah. got to pay more attention to that. So one little dab, and they're all out. I got to tell easy. you, I got to tell you, we we uh, we went to a funeral. My wife, I didn't go. Yes. She goes to funerals. Yeah. I had to drive her to this funeral, so we had to stay in a hotel because it was a long way away. And she gets up in the morning, and, and we had to leave early, so she turns on the television, which I hate. I just, television, eh. Uh, what's on at that hour in the morning is an infomercial. For? For prostate health. Oh, God. But let me tell you, let me tell you, this commercial, I looked up the hostess. This commercial, uh, this infomercial was filmed in the early 90s. What? Everybody had oh, big know, 90s hair and and yeah, it was but in things a, have changed It was in a 4-3 format. 20, the woman who years. was doing the hosting was a, a a big Hallmark TV channel star back in the 90s mm-hmm. and she's in her 60s now. There's this beautiful young woman and I looked her up online and went, "That's not her anymore." Anyway, yeah. uh, wow! So you're watching an infomercial there. That's nice. Oh yeah, just yeah. To keep keep abreast of all, all those great the products, and we'll talk we'll talk about another one of those great products that disappeared. 
Yeah. And now he's back. Ooh, nice Because you can make big, big money. Big money. Oh, oh, I can't oh. wait to hear what this is. Yeah. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. Give us a call just as Dick did. Hi, Dick. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello. Uh, this is Dick in Marysville. Hey. Uh, I, have, I have a question uh, about my checking account. Uh, at the bank, I have something called a payable on death to my daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, can she go in there after my death with just a uh, death certificate and get the money, or does that have to go through probate and a whole bunch of rigmarole? No, it just goes. You can, she can go get the money. That's the whole point of it. I mean, you could have the same thing in a brokerage account where yep. you have it would be called transfer on death. In other words, the money is basically then. The oh, it, it transfers ownership upon your demise. Just get bring in a certified. Right. She just brings yeah. in a certified copy of the death certificate, and the account is replated in her name. Very good, boys. Thank you. You're, you're most, welcome, you're not, sir. Thanks for thanks calling for the, us. That's thanks unusual. For, and thanks for calling call, us, boys. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll yeah, take that. I'll take that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, particularly you know, at uh, my ripe young age. Exactly. <laughs> you know, one yeah, of the things what? I find most fascinating about this business is um, the, 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 what you feel about when you go buy stuff, right? If you go, if, if to, no, I mean, it's a fascinating thing. <laughs> well, I'll give you an example. Yeah. I'll give you an example. That's good. I need it. I, I asked my son about a month ago about the video game Galaga, which I had loved in the 80s and 90s. And then when my boys were young, we actually bought the whole arcade thing and had it in the basement, used to play it, blah, blah. And then they grew up and we got rid of it, blah, blah. But I was, I was like, hey, what about owning Galaga again? He's like, yeah, you can buy that, and and when I bought it, you had to buy the the whole big arcade thing, and right. you had to anyway. And it was a thousand of dollars. It, he found it in about two minutes at uh, not to be promotional, but Walmart has Galaga, the arcade game with the original well, program. Blah blah. Yeah, I no, mean, it's it's all it's the same programming. It's oh, the same it's the same program, the but I mean, it's a yeah. consumer box. Well, it, yes, but you can buy the full size arcade. But the, here's the point of the matter. I said, well, $300 sounds like a lot of money. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Then somehow I just rechecked it and it was on price for 170. Wow. I said, well, now now we're in the right now we're in the range. So I bought it, okay? And it got set up in the office yesterday. Not a darn thing's been done there since then. But here's the point, okay? When it comes to consumer products, you all want to keep it on sale, right? I mean, this is what you do. But when it comes to stocks, no, you would prefer to buy the ones that have gone up more. Over and over and over again. Last week we talked about well, Japan. Well, because that's that's because everybody gonna, else me, is buying them. Well, let me give you an example. What? You know what Apple, I want to be what, what every I want to do what everybody else is doing. Apple in the last year up over a hundred and eight percent. Does that sound like a sale? Microsoft sixty percent. Facebook fifty three percent gain. In the last year, and yet you're pouring money into what we call growth type of stocks, like these big solid firms that have had these huge run-ups. Is that the? Would you prefer to buy those, or do you want to buy the ones on sale? That's the question. Right, but here's the problem: How do you know that they're on sale, particularly when those stocks that have been on sale have for for so long? have yeah. remained on sale for a very long time. See, that's the argument. People are thinking, I'm not buying those value stocks. They're not good anymore. 
You notice what they I did value there? They're not good not anymore. Good. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. yeah, and some of them, by the way, never will be a good again. Right, but they, some they, will. They will disappear. Some will. And value stocks about 85% of the time. I found that interesting in this piece from Jason Zweig today. 85% of the time do better, make more than growth stocks. They should. They're riskier. They're out of favor, et cetera. And you should own value and growth stocks. Yeah, I was going to say, the problem the is, right yeah. now, people don't like owning those things that have not done well. Exactly. They like owning those things that have done well because they make the fallacious assumption that have having done well means will be doing well. Which, well, part one is you sh- anytime we talk about any investments, you should only talk about the past tense. Yeah. Well, other than a But CD, how does that translate into future account. tense? Well, nobody knows. There you go. There nobody you knows. Go. So you should own value and growth. By the way, the number one missing thing when I look at somewhere between five and ten portfolios a week, the number one missing asset class is value. Most of you don't own value stocks. They're counterintuitive. They're harder to buy. I mean, and, and so you don't end up with them. Well, they, if they have a mutual fund, a, a diversified well, fund, they probably own some value. But what we're saying nah. is you need more value. We're saying well, you should yeah. actually, based on history, and, and this is yep. what you have to do. You have to look at not just the recent past, but the long-term past. And that's that's behind the science that we talk about with investing, the long-term past. Over the past 90-some-odd years, value stocks have beaten growth stocks pretty darn consistently, but there are always exceptions. In the last 10 years, it's been better to be in growth. It's been better to be in large. It's been better to be in the United States. Right, but, Way better. but but see what people forget though is in the two thousands, from two thousand one to two thousand ten, it was yep. better to be international. It was better to be value. If you were in US growth stocks during that period, you got your hat handed to you. And when we come back, I'll give you a couple of value mutual funds. You shouldn't be buying these one at a time anyway. A mutual fund that holds value stocks. We'll give you a couple of those. And we'll explain what value is. 855-935-TALK is our number. 855-935-8255. Tom and Don are talking real money. Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor is a fiduciary at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. That really big part of your life. It involves money. You spend a lot of time earning it. We hope you save it once in a while. We know you spend it a lot. And you really need to better understand how to invest it. And that's one of the biggest jobs we have is trying to explain what investing is versus all of these other things you're doing, Uh, trying to time the market, trying to pick the hottest thing, trying to pick the big growth stock for the future, Uh, not diversifying your portfolio. And, and, And just before we go into the funds, I, I, and we'll do that a little later on. I want to explain what value is real quickly. It's very simple. It just means yes. that a company that whose valuation, whose book value, the value of the company is when you okay, just the value of the company, value. the value of the company's assets, their goodwill, yeah. the brand yep. name, all, all the of the, stuff. their facilities, yep. all the yep. stuff is lower or is higher than their yep. share price. 
Then or, the number of shares outstanding times their share right. price. Their market capitalization is what it's called. So, and today you have, you have, I think it's, what is it, Apple, Amazon, and Microsoft are all somewhere close to a trillion dollars in market yeah, capitalization. That's real money. Sizable. Yeah. <laughs> 855-935-TALK is our number, 855-935-8255. You want to give them the funds? Yeah, just give me funds right now. VVIAX, that's the the Vanguard U.S. Large Value Fund. By the way, you hold a lot of stocks there for five basis points. That's so cheap. (laughs) Or if you want to have a small value, VSIAX, that's the Vanguard Small Cap Value Fund. Again, a lot of stocks for seven basis points. I mean, your own, you get diversification. It's terrific. And a basis point is one one hundredth of a point. So, wow, yes. that's cheap. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. It's free. We'll answer your questions. We'll give you all the information we can possibly give you. And, Jim, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Jim. Hello. Hey. Good afternoon. Hello. Hey, I've got one simple question. Um 63 years old, I'm starting over with my savings. If I had one place to put some savings that I can accumulate, I was looking at the Fidelity 25 or 2025 fund. Okay. What is your thought on that? Well, yeah, I mean, so are you going to retire in five years? I doubt it. Okay. Why do you so choose that, the that, 2025, just out yeah. of curiosity? Well, I thought that was a target date where I, you know, might retire or, or would retire. Well, that part, I, I you're, don't know you're that, correct. That's, that's why I was asking you if you're retiring in five years. So that okay. fund, and Don's looking it up right now, probably has, I'm betting, 60% of the money in stocks, 40% in bonds. You get it at a pretty low cost. It, it may be, you may be lower to go to Vanguard. I'm not sure. We'd have to go look at the comparable fund, but... The question to you is, first of all, you're going to do this in a qualified or non qualified in other words, in an IRA or 401k, or just owning it with after-tax money? Uh, it's non-qualified savings. After-tax stuff, then. And are you Roth yeah. eligible? Do you have household income of a little less than 200000 Yes. Then I would do a Roth IRA to buy the, and buy that yeah one of those types of funds. I, that, In other words, because there it's going to grow tax-free. If you just put it in a regular brokerage type account, as it grows uh, and whatever else happens inside, they're going to pay taxes on. So I'd rather see you pay less in tax. It's about a 60-40 mix right now. Yeah, I was, So 60% I was stocks, uh, 40% bonds and cash. There's a sizable percentage in cash. And but if you thought you're going to work longer than five years, I would just go like on the 2030, for example, which probably is more like 70% in stocks. You're getting a little more stock exposure there, a little more potential for growth over the next 10 years. And I would do it in a Roth IRA, and I'd probably just go to Vanguard.com. Yeah, you're going to do it, you're gonna do it do cheaper that. at Vanguard. The Vanguard yeah. 2030 uh, fund has a uh, expense ratio annually of 0.14%. The Fidelity Freedom 2050 fund has an expense ratio of 0.65%. Whoa, that's way more than I would have thought. Yeah, so I go to Vanguard, open a Roth IRA, buy the one fund, the Vanguard 2030, 2030. and then get on with your life. That's what I would do. Pretty simple stuff. I think you can put $7,000 into that if I'm correct. If you're over 50, 855-935-TALK. Give us a call.
It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information, TalkingRealMoney.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. You know, you have your money, you have your life, you put them together, they kind of work out well for you, but you got to put them together right. Can't be putting them together crooked. It's like making a puzzle. You got to do it right. Don't put that, don't force those pieces in. Build it based on science. 855-935-TALK is our number. And by the way, the number one thing that most people save and invest for is? Retirement. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, I thought it was gonna get, they're going to buy a house and get rich because real estate makes no. so much money and never goes down. Retirement. You're going to run into that. Oh, you know, okay. it's kind of like after mm-hmm. taking my wife to this funeral, I'm going, would people just quit dying? But no, they won't. Let's not talk about your track record. And lately. they won't. It's not been the best. <laughs> and we so won't stop retiring, and we need money to do it well, and we need to True. understand a lot of really wonderful things, which is why six years ago, we created a thing called Retire Meat. And boy, have we sold a lot of tickets. So you want to get yours while the price is down because it's early bird pricing right now. Oh, it is. Which okay. goes away at the that. end of the month. And it, this is Saturday, February 22nd. We have a morning session, an afternoon session. You come to one or the other, yeah. including terrific speakers Paul Merriman, Paul Lepescu. Don something. I can't read the last name there. It's hard to make out. Don Johnson. Uh, Don Johnson will Don be Johnson, there. Don yeah. Johnson. That was it. You got the nice, very nice yeah. white suit to wear for that. Uh, whole. I mean, we talk about everything from money to retirement. Wait, Don Meredith. To, I couldn't read that. Yeah. Don, he's yeah, going to talk no about. no longer available. Oh, Mr. Meredith is not going to be there. joining it. us. Did he die so, too? Anyway. Retiremeet.com. What is with everybody? Retiremeet.com. Get a ticket now because, they. yes, we will sell it out. Oh, yeah. Soon. We're almost halfway there. Yeah, we're really. sales. It's crazy. Wow. So, yeah. 855-935-TALK is our number. 855-935-8255. Call us. Hey, you can call us anytime. If you call during the show, though, it's usually better because then we can have some rapport. You know, a little little, little rapport between us here. You and me and Please. Tom, we'll, we'll all talk. Sue, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. <laughs> Hi, Sue. Hi. Um, I'm coming into, I'm getting about $70,000 in inheritance money, and I have an idea what to do with it, but want to make sure it's not a bad idea. Um, I have about $700,000 ret- for retirement, but almost none of it is in a Roth, but my company just started a Roth option. And through that, I can put in like 25,000 a year. I was thinking of taking the 70, putting it in like a high yield savings account, maxing out money taken out of my paycheck to meet the 25,000. And then if I need money, pull it out of that uh, inheritance money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's actually, that. I'm going to correct you on one thing because I got corrected on this a couple of nights ago, even though I thought I was sure I was right. You can actually put $26,000 into a 401k okay. or, yeah, no, I know. I'm Don's looking like, well, you're not dedicated. I was told I was wrong. I'm just, I'm just helping her. I understand. Right? I understand because you, well, particularly because okay. you hate being told you're wrong so much I know, I really that do. it, 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 it really, it, it etches itself in your brain. It's like, I must tell everyone. <laughs> I know. All right. Anyway. So yes, I love that strategy. I, I do too. Brilliant. Look at that. That's okay. really smart. I think that that's great. You can then, so what you're saying is your salary will go down. You'll need yeah. the money in the 
in the uh, in the yeah. bank to pay the bills. I think that's I think that's brilliant. Wow, you got unanimity. By the way, uh, here's another add-on: Are you uh, is oh. your household income? Are you married or single? I'm married. And is your household income one hundred and ninety thousand dollars a year or less? Yes. Uh-huh. So I mean, you could do you could do another thing. You could take. Are you, you over fifty? Twenty six. You over. You, we know that because yes. you said the sixty two. Yeah. Sixty two. Oh, so go. you could do the. Uh, by the way, which I will be in just a few matter of a few weeks. You're going to take me down to Social Security, Don. Show me how to sign up. Um, so no, wait until seventy. <laughs> You could do the 401k at 26. You could also then do a Roth IRA. Yeah. In addition Guys, to you that, you have one of those. But I you just could you could make that the, one a couple years ago. But you could make a seven thousand dollar donation into that. That one, and I will be doing that too. Okay. You could you could by Good. the way you could do that for 2019 and for 2020. You could do two Ooh. of them. Oh yeah. Ooh. A lot of oohs out there, yeah. Wow. How about a couple of ahs? What do you say, Don? Tom's oh, on a man. roll today. I'm just going to go. Uh, I, what, I think I'll start happy hours. Sue, good luck yeah, to you. Good, right now. Yeah. The show's okay, yours, thank Tom. You. Thanks, thank for, thanks for uh, having me on. 855-935-TALK oh, is our number. 855-935-8255. No, you were leaving. I was talking about me leaving, but I'll stay. Ah. We'll be back. Don't go away. Tom and Don are talking real money. Just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Really important stuff, too. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. We are purveyors of uncomfortable financial lessons. I've just determined that. People don't like hearing what we have to say. I get I got so much guff about saying don't buy individual stocks in a podcast. People just got mad. Uh, when we say don't try to pick a market, people get mad. When we say like you're talking like a particular like a country, like or a something country like that. or a okay. sector of the economy, yeah, or true. You know, I want to invest in in marijuana stocks. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. You don't. Stop it. Will you hire it. something? Come yeah. On. What do you live in Washington? Yeah, exactly. Or Colorado or Illinois now. Illinois. California. I, I can't believe Illinois is smoking pot now. Well, I think they need to sell a lot of it so they can make sure they make their bond pay- and pension payments. So budget situation. Lord, uh, Lord. But, but you know, last week, Tom mentioned the 30-year. 30 30 uh, I'm going to correct you there. 40 years. I thought it went down in 90. 90. No, pardon me, 30 years. 30 years, years. yeah. Wow, don't make me older than I am. I'm already (laughs) old. I interrupted. Please continue. 30 year. Believe it or not, the Japanese stock market, as measured by the Nikkei Index, has been down for 30 years. Now, that is not meant to dissuade you from investing. Far be it from that. It's to persuade you to stop trying to pick the best place to play with your money. Now, you remember a few years ago, where were you supposed to go with all of your money? Which Who was going to take over the financial world? I well, I think right now they're, the, they're number two. The, the economy is number two in the world. E- econ- economically, the, in terms the of— economic output right. is number two right behind the United States and growing quickly right behind the United States of America. But as that a place be, to invest? Yeah, that would be China. 
Yeah, China. And the Shanghai Index, well, you could safely say it was shanghai for the last decade. But wow, the last uh, decade. Yeah, 6.9% decline for 10 years. That is a long time. Well, you mentioned Japan is a long time, but it's one index, right? right, right. It's it, it makes up, you, you correctly knew this during the break, it makes up about 3% of the world's stock market values, right. not the economy. Stock, the stock market, market different value. thing. And yes, you should be invested there, but has it been a good place? No, it has been a crummy place to invest for 10 years. And that's the point we're trying to make that is so difficult to accept you cannot and never will be able to know where to be in the future no matter how smart you think you are no matter how certain you were about something in the past we have a problem with uh with confusing hindsight and foresight in our wee little brains you didn't know in 2000 that the U.S. stock market was, as measured by the S&P 500, was going to be down for 10 years. You did not know in 1990 that the Japanese stock market, as measured by the Nikkei, would be down for 30 years. You did not know in the year 2010 that the Chinese market would be down, as measured by the Shanghai Index, for 10 years. You did not know those things. And yet, we still think you should own those. How come? Because we don't know. That's the reason why you want to own them and Europe and India and Singapore and Japan, by the way, and the United States and Canada and Latin America. You want to own all of those parts of the world, all of those economies, because you do not know which part of that global economy will be hot next. You may have gut feelings, but we hate feelings when it comes to investing you have to separate feelings from evidence there there's a huge difference and the home bias part of all this i find fascinating and it's troublesome because in china about 97 percent of the 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 market there the shanghai is owned by chinese right here in the united states it's about 80 percent by the way the the other 20 from international people should be international for all the reasons you just described but there's others that have added value, currency diversification, right? I mean, sometimes the yuan does better than the dollar, does better than the euro, does be- all those. Th- we don't know. A lot of that depends on interest rates in various countries because obviously interest rates are different here than they are in Europe where they're, where they're paying you to own government bonds. And the future, I still, it, again, if I was making a bet, which I don't, I own China because it's in part of the emerging market portfolio that we use. But I still think that's going to have a stronger growth in the future. I would have said it would have been the last 10 years because the economy has almost doubled in size. Yeah, it's almost doubled in size. It's a remarkable feat that these stocks there did not, that, that ended up underwater. I think that's fascinating. So I think you should still own it. I think you need to tune out the noise. I think you need to be global. Because that has been the best for a very long period of time, Don. Well, but you know, I, and this was from my correspondent in Great Britain, ah, who that's I right. who I talked to, or who I whose question I answered in a in the Thursday podcast. But in his note to me, he said, "I am quote over invested in UK, but I am based here." 
What does that, that have to do with anything? He, he trusts it more because he lives there and he thinks he and, knows the economy, et cetera. But what about was that before the whole Megan thing or not? I mean, maybe he's yeah, changed his mind. Yeah, that was then. before Megan. Okay, well, I so think that, on 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 one of the news channels, I saw a scroll at the bottom of the screen. It said Megxit. Ooh, that's good. I mean, would that be like if Ivanka Trump decided to not be part of the royal family here? It would, would be, be Ivanka or not. <laughs> that works too. Okay. Uh, but I think you should immediately trademark that. Trademark there's big Ivanka. money to be made there. Yeah. Yeah. No, eh, we're being silly, but you really should invest in all of those places. And by the way, oftentimes, even what you just mentioned is a fascinating thing. People have a horrible recency bias. Whatever's worked recently will continue to work. And my friend in the UK, that was in right. there too. The next sentence said he was, quote, underinvested in North America, but these have done well. So he didn't yes. want to be, he said, so sell your winners. I don't want to be involved in the U.S. because it's done too well. That's the recency bias thing. It's like mm-hmm. I, I, you don't know who's going to – he's underinvested in mainland China. He, he doesn't trust them. Fair or not I there. Can I mean, I don't, that. I don't know either. Yeah, right. I mean, there's a lot to distrust. I can but see that, but they're only 3% of the global market yeah. of stocks. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yes, I would continue to own Shanghai. And, by the way, you mentioned Japan. <laughs> Fascinating. Underwater for 30 years. One of the best markets last year. Really? Was it Go that figure. good? Yeah. Oh, it well, had a great year. The I had guess a great year last poor, year, so. it's about time, poor thing. Yeah, exactly. You so kind of feel badly the for them. You We're just want to. You just want to see them go up now, don't you? Yeah, pretty much. And tell me where I was wrong. Yeah, because I they're going to say you're picking on us. I'm going to say no. I still said own it. You just had a very long, rough spot. Here's the problem, though, with owning all of those. This is the one thing you need to be aware of, and you need to be wary of, and that is getting caught up in those individual markets you can't look at them you can't think to yourself oh well maybe i should get out of china for a while you're you're, you are not going to get the giant returns and coming up next hour we're going to tell you about another thing you should not own ever and for those of you listening to the podcast that'll be coming up in the next day's podcast Exactly, so stay tuned. 855-935-TALK is our number. Call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, too. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I believe in helping everybody become a better investor. That's why we offer lots of free knowledge at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And again, the ultimate goal for for building this future is retirement. We want to help you do that at our sixth annual Retire Meet. It will sell out, so get your early bird tickets now at retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?